0: Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm so glad that you're with us here today because I have the most amazing guest, Steve. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Nice. I am so excited because we've caught Steve, the only moments he has left in his day. And so you get to see the real live Steve behind the scenes, and it's going to be awesome and epic. So give us a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do.
1: You know, uh, my name is Steve Edwards, uh, husband, father, CEO, Premier Virtual. Uh, you know, I have a, a loving wife. We've been together 10 years. We got two small children, a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. That's actually where you see me now is I'm on my way to pick up my seven-year-old. So I'm in car line and uh, head to the airport to pick up my mom uh, from small town, Wisconsin. Went to the Army after high school and came down to Florida after college and said, I'm done with the snow. I like the palm trees. So here, now, now here I am. <laughs> this is awesome. So tell us more about Premier Virtual. So Premier Virtual is a SaaS platform. It is mm-hmm. designed to do virtual events. Um, I, I developed the platform uh, back in 2019. Um, I come from the job fair industry. And I was putting on job fairs for nine years in person. I saw a big change, right? The, the trends were showing... You know, millennials, Gen Zs, and 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 younger, they love being online. They would rather wait in line or I'm sorry, apply online than wait in line. And and as in the job fair, people stop coming to the events. And guess what happens when people stop coming to the events? Companies don't want to pay you to come to the events. So I had to do something. And I, you know, I found out about virtual, didn't like what was out there. So I developed my own platform. And you know, we're You know, we've done over 5,000 virtual hiring events on our platform. We just did a record-breaking event on our platform that had 1,700 companies in one job fair, over 17,000 job seekers, and 1.3 million company booth views. Unbelievable, amazing of something that can be done in the virtual world that could have never been done in the in-person world.
0: Well, And how awesome is that? Not only for the companies, but for the job seekers, like that would open up the planet. I mean, you could have some kid in Wisconsin (laughs) applying for a job in West Palm beach and you can have, you know, a company in West Palm beach going, I just want really hard workers from the Midwest and, you know, send them out here. And like, that is awesome. I'm getting chills from that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Virtual opens up the world. I mean, we've done worldwide job fairs. I mean, our, some of our clients that are out there, we don't host them. We just, we power the events, right? We're the software behind it. And, you know, a lot of people kind of get confused and oh, you host all these events. No, we're the platform, right? Like I said, here's the easiest thing. Think of me as the hotel, right? In an in-person job fair. We're just more efficient. We just have more, more rooms (laughs) that you can go to and we allow a lot more people to come in and we, and guess what? We give you a whole lot more analytics, but to be able to put something on where somebody is in uh, the army, they're getting out of the army overseas and they can now interview with all of these companies here in the United States and have a plan before they get out. It's just, it's, it's amazing of what can be done
0: oh my god i love that because um as you may not know i'm from calgary in canada and yep. it is notoriously a matter of not what you know but who you know to be able to get jobs around here and there's notoriously awesome job <laughs> there's, it is a wicked place to work it's very entrepreneurial it's a lot of fun um and you can specialize in almost anything you want to which is super cool but to get that premier job, you got to know some premier people. Whereas with your platform, your service, you can get in that proverbial door knocking. That is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the thing about it
1: too is, you know, I was having a conversation last night with this guy at a networking event, and I'm an in person guy. I love in person, I, I love networking help. events. <laughs> I built my, you know, I built my job there company on going to breakfast networking events, lunch networking events, and evening networking events. I was networking, networking, networking. And that's how I built the job fair company. Now that was pre-wife, pre-kids. And I could do that. Now it's a little (laughs) bit different. But I was, you know, I was at this event last night and we were talking and, you know, he said, he's a recruiter. And he goes, you know, I just, you know, job fairs have always turned me off because, you know, the people that we recruit are higher level director, you know, VPs and C-level. And I go, have you ever thought about a virtual career fair for a C-level executives? He goes you can do that? I never thought about that. And that's the thing about virtual. In 2018, December, we'd we'd already run some virtual job fairs to kind of test it of what we were getting into. And I said, I'm going 100% virtual. I was at a LinkedIn local uh, networking event. And I announced it. And everybody there were recruiters. And they all laughed at me. And they said, virtual will never work. They all had it. And I was like, you know, I said, just hold my winning. beer, I, you know, I was like hold my beer, right? I just didn't know that that beer was going to be a Corona, you know, that, that, yeah. that uh, you know, kind of came in and it, it changed the world, right? right? Like, unfortunately, you know, for my business, right, COVID, you know, kind of took, saved me three years of marketing and getting it out there. But right. what people are now seeing, and, and, and a lot of the people from that event that night have Called me, emailed me, or sent me LinkedIn messages to say not only congratulations, but wow. We now see what you were talking about. And if you watch trends like I do, you can really see that right, trends are going to, you know, change things. And that was something that I saw, and it took a pandemic open a lot of people's eyes but if you look at not even just my business if you look at the right the Facebooks and the Googles of the world what did they say you can now work remote forever mm. right two years ago people would say hey I want to work remote and they're like you can't get stuff done it's not efficient and people suddenly got thrown into work at home with their kids Right. You got kids are on school, mom, dad, one's working in the office, one's working in the living room, one's in the dining room sometimes and they didn't have an office and they got it done. So now companies are like, I guess you can work. Right. And oh, do you want to work in California, but you don't want to live there anymore and you want to live somewhere else? Hey, go move anywhere you want to. So now you can live anywhere you want and not have to commute. you know you don't have to drive you don't have to do all that right be stuck in traffic and and deal with the stress of traffic you can get up shower throw on your top keep your shorts on in the bottom whatever you want you look professional and you're ready for your day you're ready for your meetings you're ready for your sales calls or whatever it is and you can work you know And, and and people learned how to be efficient people learned how to be effective during COVID. And they learn that I don't have to be stuck in a stuffy office if I don't want to. Now, I personally like to go to the office. So I My team, the option of do you want to go to the office or do you want to work from home? They all have it. Some work from home all the time. Some are in the office every day. Some
0: work part time, part time.
1: Give them the choice of what they want to be able to do, because I I think that's what
0: people want. Talk to me about how people get engaged with you. So I'm assuming, obviously, if you're going to host a job fair, (laughs) that would be an ideal client for you. Somebody's going to come in and just go, yep, let's set her up and life is grand, which is awesome and obvious. What about companies that are looking for international employees, (laughs) potentially, um, and they want to be part of the platform, they want to understand more about the job? fairs that are going on. Do you offer any kind of um, directory or systems where business owners can get in?
1: Yeah. So we have, you know, we have clients from all over workforce development boards to private companies that use us. Uh, So really anybody can see what we do at premiervirtual.com and they can come in, see what we do, see how we do it. But if a company, we have companies that'll come to us and say, I don't want to host my own event you know, I'm just a small company. I want to be an event in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, we can go to our workforce development client that's up there and say, hey, we have an organization that wants to be in an event. Can you put on an event for them? You know, or can they join one of your events? And they're able to do that. But now, now if that same company, and we get this a lot, where they'll attend, they'll attend an event, you know, they reached out to organization and they were participated in an event that was on our platform. Then they saw how easy our platform was, was, how much they loved it, how the interaction and the analytics was there. So then they call us and say, we want to do a national hiring event on the platform or we want to do a regional hiring event on the platform. So it really opens up, um, You know, people from small companies want to do an event just for their company. Um, You know, we have organizations on our enterprise side that they do weekly hiring events on the platform.
0: Wow. So So talk to me about affordability. Like how does how small of a company does it make sense that you could do that or that they have to go and find five of your friends the same size and then it makes economical sense?
1: We really have packages to meet Mm -hmm. any budget. You know, oh. and I know people say that, but you know, we have packages from our enterprise clients that are paying, you know, $2.99 a month mm-hmm. to people that are paying unlimited events that are paying a little bit more. So we have uh we have uh um you know any budget for any type of client, small clients, big clients, anything like that as well.
0: Nice. Love that. So peeps, if you're listening to this right now and you're in hiring mode. Go to premiervirtual.com and go and check it out because uh, it just makes sense. Like that's ridiculous not to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's,
1: you know, and it's effective, right? And and a good thing too about virtual over analytics Mm -hmm. or or over virtual over in-person is there's more analytics. So you can track everything and see. Hey buddy, come on in. Daddy's on it. Daddy's on a call, and you can say hi. Hello. Uh, you can see all the analytics of everybody that is that's in the event. You know what they looked at. We we can see a host and see. That's how we know that this organization had. Hey buddy. Uh, uh, they had 1.3 million booth views because they have. It's all tracked, right? And that's what the hosts are able to see. So they can now go to a company and say. Hey, you had seventy-two people that visited your booth. You chatted with this many. This is how many people submitted their resume. This is how many people um, uh, got that you scheduled interviews with. That's great ROI, and that's what the hosts of the event are really looking for. So, hey, buddy, Hey, can you get buckled in, please? You want to? See? Oh, do it again. Do it again. Say hi. Okay. All right. Say hi, buddy. Hi. This is this is my. Uh, can you tell? Can you say your name? You're gonna be shy. Was it pajama day at school today? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so we're uh, yeah, this is uh, Carline's a little crazy. This is actually the first time I I pick him up. Usually, I drop him off every single morning and my wife picks him up, but we have picking him up and then going to the airport, so it's uh, all good. It is
0: the holidays, it is fine. You get to go to school in your jams. Man, the last time I went to school about 20 years ago, jams were just in in fashion, and I was like, oh, "Yes, I get to wear jams to school." <laughs> Thirty yeah, years old, yeah. and I was super excited.
1: <laughs> I remember, like, when I moved down here to South Florida. Oh, uh, when I moved down here to South Florida, it mm-hmm. was a. Um, I'm, I'm like going to school. I- and, uh, I came down here and they had, people are going to school in their beach outfits. And I'm like, what is this? Got it. Um, and I loved it. I was like, you know, cause people are going to the beach and coming to class and then going back to the beach. And I was like, this is <laughs> <Right>? amazing. <And laughs>
0: Gotta go so, surfing during lunch. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had people doing
1: that. It was, it was just such a change for me. You know, my life was in the army with such a structured life. And then there was five of us from the army that came down here. And it was just so interesting that when you got down here and you just saw such a big change, right? Such a difference um, of, of where everything was at. But my plan was originally to stay down here for a year and move uh, up to up to North Florida to go to a bigger university. And then I realized, I don't wanna go to a bigger university. I like the school that I went to. And I was a little bit older. So all my friends were older. They were already in the business world. So I'm learning from them. I'm learning, you know, about business, about sales. And, and, you know, that education was just as good as my college education because I'm learning and I'm seeing it's out there and and knowing. And that's why I'm where I'm at today is because I take everything that I learned and put it into the business that we're doing
0: exactly knowledge is only knowledge until you get to do it and then all of a sudden you know it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i try to do i try to do the same thing like with my son we you know we don't do it every single day but like i do training videos and i'll have him listen to training videos my sales training videos leadership videos he'll have it and then it's like hey you got to watch the question and then we have the um I hold on you about to sit next to me right here okay and- in between down and my spouse okay um, and then uh, we we would have him so then he'll watch the videos with me and then I make him answer the questions I'll read you know the, oh, yeah. read the questions out uh, and then we'll go over and we'll go over the questions together so I think it's you know nice. I think it's very important you know we we try to teach them very early about money and you know stuff like that because it's very easy for kids to say you know I want this I want this I want this and it's like why does daddy work hard? You know, why is daddy sometimes not home at night? Cause I'm working, right? Like this, this morning, my son, my four-year-old said, I want to go up to Wisconsin because I want to make a snowman at me Pat's house.
0: Aww. And I go,
1: okay. I go, we probably can't go this year, but maybe next year I go, but what does it take to go up there and to get on the? he goes, airplanes cost money. I need <laughs> to make money you know dad go to work you know and it's yep. funny <laughs> Grant, you know, Grant Card- <laughs> Yeah, Grant Cardone talks about that it's like you know when you go home your wife and your kids should say you know how many sales did you do today what did you do today what did you do to do this and it's funny and I don't do it Grant Cardone style but mm-hmm. I have those conversations early with my kids because I think yeah. it's very important yeah. to know oh, God, uh, you. where where you know what's going on in life oh, God, so so
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: hey, put your sunglasses on you're trying to say oh my
0: hi God, i love it i love yeah. it i'm getting flashbacks when my munchkinite was at itty bitty love it and he yes, likes
1: to be on camera he likes to be on camera too
0: love it
1: my, he's a showman yeah, awesome yeah he is he definitely definitely is so
0: i want to be on it
1: i know you do but awesome Just and i will second.
0: let you honey bunny that was yeah. fantastic hey, can you say premiervirtual.com? Can you say it? What's daddy's company's name? Uh, you
1: know it, say it, Premier. Oh, you're gonna
0: be not shot. Yet? Now okay, you now can say it princess. later, that's okay. We'll say uh, it later and we'll, we'll get it on a GIF and we'll send it to you. Because That to me is just the cutest when they say your company name and, you know, it's good for advertising.
1: <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. So we yeah, we they love it. They love to come to the office. So we built a we built a really good office. We put a gym in the office, so they like to come to the office too. You know, go to the gym, go to the lounge. So.
0: Awesome! I love that. Yes, I used to read uh, my my financial books to my son as bedtime stories because I needed to read it and he needed a story. So he's like, "Why do they keep repeating themselves?" I'm like, "They do kind of repeat themselves."
1: (laughs) They do. A lot of them are the same, but you know, it's like you're you're ingraining them early. You know. Right. You know, I always I always say this because people are like, "Oh, well, do you want your son to, you know, follow in your footsteps?" And I go, you know. I don't know what his path is, right? They're four and they're seven. And I used to say I wanted him to be a firefighter because he wanted to be a firefighter. And I had this plan worked out as, hey, you could go and you could be a firefighter and you go to the Air Force, you become in and, uh, you know, in the Air Force, you become a firefighter. Then you come to go to college afterwards while you're a firefighter, you know, and you have all these things and you're making all this money and you becoming, you know, a captain real early on and you're doing really, really well. And you don't have to deal with the crazy stress of, developing software, which I learned is a crazy stress. I go, but you have different kinds of stress. But it's like, you know what, whatever they want to do. And that's right. who I look. I, I heard early on, and um, I had the president of the company I worked for one time. And, you know, this guy was a defense, uh, D1 college basketball player. You know, he was like six, seven. He's president of the company, like the, the the all-American guy. And, you know, he was he was giving us a speech one time. He's like, you know, my son came to me and said – Dad, I want to be a cupcake maker when I get older. He goes, you know, the first thing I, I thought of is, I want you to be an athlete like me. He goes, but I didn't say that. Looked at him and said, you know what, Dad? I don't care if you want to be a cupcake maker or anything that you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do in life. Just be the best at it. and Be the best cupcake maker you can be. And I've always taken that in my mind and going, you know what, that is such a great advice. Because so many people push their kids, push their kids, push their kids to do something, right? I love sports, right? I played sports. You know, I, I wrestled. I boxed through high school. I boxed in the military. And I love sports. But I'm not going to just force my kids to do something that they don't want to do. And I see, you know, friends that I have that are just, just like, it's all weekend. They're pushing their kids, pushing kids, pushing kids. And their kids hate it. You know, both my kids are in jujitsu and they like it. You know, my, my oldest here, he wanted to play soccer. So I said, okay, great. We put him in soccer. My youngest, who's just, he doesn't want to play sports. I go, do you want to play keyball? No. Do you want to do gymnastics? No. I don't want to do anything. He loves jujitsu. That's all he wants to do. But he gets to do it with his older brother. So I think he likes, you know, that, that thing together. But I just don't feel like, you know, forcing it. Yes, I, I want him to read books with me. I want him to listen to this stuff because I think in everything – right? You can teach them young, you know, you can teach about money. You can't teach them too early about money and responsibility.
0: Nice. I love that. Totally agree. You're preaching to the choir. This is awesome. (laughs) So I'm going to take you back. I got to ask you this question. At what point in life did you know you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, pretty early. I think, you know, my, you know, I look all the way back to my first job. My first job was working for a company, and I sold furniture, 16 years old, and I just loved people, you know, I I, I loved people, and I was there, you know, I got into the army, because I really, you know, like, my mom gave me everything, you know, growing up, right, especially what she gave me was love, and teaching me about responsibility, she always said I had a champagne taste on a water budget, <laughs> always said that to me. And, you know, I, and I was just always ingrained in me as I always wanted more. I always wanted more. I always wanted more. You know, I went to corporate world. Uh, I mean, I started a, a a business in college with my buddy. That was our first kind of go around uh, as we started a thing. And it was all it was is, Hey, this bar came to us and said, you're in a fraternity. We want to grow as a bar. Can you help us? So instantly I was like, Money, how yeah. well, can I make money out of this? So I put together this plan with my buddy and and, and we started this. That's that was our first go-around. Um and then you know, after college, I went to the corporate world, got recruited into the corporate world, and just I was like, man, I'm making other people rich. But I stayed in it. Why? Because it was a job, it was money, it was there. Well then kind of I went, you know, the company I was working with at the time was they wanted me to move back to, I was in San Diego, they wanted me to move back to Atlanta and kind of open up their shop for them, uh, open up their industry there. And I did it, and then after a while it was, I'm reporting to them, I'm making them a ton of money. I'm not making as much as I could be making. And I'm like, why am I making other people rich? It's time to make myself rich and and, and go after it. That was my big thing was the money, right? I wasn't thinking about all the other stuff. I was thinking about money, 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 money. That's all I was thinking about. And then I realized, wow, it's a lot harder to run a business. You know, we were, we didn't have an accounting department. We didn't have anything. My business partner, I, we both had a debit card. We both had a debit card. And that was what we did. There was money in the bank on a monthly basis. We didn't, we didn't know anything about business. We knew how to make money, but we didn't know how to do anything else. So then I went in and, uh, you know, I ended up, uh, we brought in a third partner who kind of of took us over and ran the business side of things um and this was all kind of in the mortgage industry and then and this is 07 everybody knows kind of what happened in 07 um and you know the other guy kind of took everything over so he took all of our responsibility but he said hey i'll pay all the bills i'll do everything you guys just bring in the money that was perfect for us Uh, but then the mortgage industry kind of went down um to where it was at and i got recruited back into corporate america and i was there and all I was I was traveling, pre-kids, traveling, 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 traveling. Um, my main markets were New York, New Jersey, Florida, Texas. So I would live, in it, live out of a suitcase, go in, and I was building sales teams. Um, and that's all I would do for the, for the company I'd build a sales team, and I just managed all my sales teams. From there, the company shut down the division I was in, and I didn't like the two other divisions. And I was like, OK, done. I came back down here to Florida, and I went to my buddy, and I said, I got an idea for us. He's like, what's that? I go, we're going to start putting on job fairs job fairs. I go, yes. He goes, like colleges. I go, no, get in the car. We're going to go for a ride. We're going to go and look at some of these job fair companies. That we're going Florida was the most competitive market in the entire country. And job fairs, there was always job fair, not. So I went and I showed him and I said, he's like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? I go, there's a company out of New Jersey that I know we can go in. And, and we called them and we said, we don't want to work for you, but we want to work with you. So we ended up buying the license agreement for his company. And this was when we really said, okay, we're starting a business. We're going. And again, it was thinking about the money, thinking about making other people rich, thinking about how we can, we can do this. So that was our, essentially, I guess my third time into the entrepreneur thing, but it always came back is I wanted to make more money. Uh, And by this time I knew there was more responsibility um and then we you know we had it we built you know we built that business and you know then fortunately um you know i went the virtual route um the organization was in new jersey wanted nothing to do with virtual so we kind of parted ways in 2018 um and and this is where we really took off you know now you know and i look at is i don't know everything in business i'll be the first one to admit that i got you know some phenomenal mentor teams that i work with And they helped me in places I don't know, but I hired people that were smarter than me in different aspects of it. And now I feel that, Hey, we have a great team, but you know, I don't, you know, corporate America wasn't, wasn't for me because I just felt like there was always more, there's more out there. And, you know, corporate America, you know, it's like, okay, you got red tape and you got to do it this way and this way and this way. And I just, I was always at Outside the box thinker. How do we think outside the box? You know, that's why, right, the the virtual that nobody was really doing was was an idea that I had. And people said no, people didn't want to, you know, didn't think it was going to work. And that's why I thought I was such a, you know, good entrepreneur, because I was like, I'm not going to listen to people telling me no. I'm not going to listen to people laughing at me. I'm I'm going to continue to run with it. That's what I give, you know, when, when, when I, you know, do speeches and talk to people that are thinking about getting into entrepreneurship, I'm like, listen, don't listen to people. You know, I was on a call one time and, and this guy was, we were talking and they were like, well, what would you tell somebody that's that, that wants to start their own business? I go, don't listen to anybody else when they tell you no. And this other guy was like, I disagree with that completely. I go, so all these people, right. Me, you know, Even Bezos, people told them they were crazy, right? That things couldn't be done. All these ideas that are out there that are successful—it's because—and people told them no. I go, what are you going to tell that person? What if the next great idea is out there and you told that person no because you didn't believe it? But all these other people believed it, and all these other people think that it can make their life easier. It can solve their their problems, right? It can, and right. And that's what any anything out there is. Why is it successful? Because it solves somebody's problem doesn't matter if it's a if it's a you know a tangible intangible whatever it is it solves somebody's problem i go and if you're going to tell them no right that, that's there because they've never thought about it it's wrong i was i was you know um i, I spoke at a uh, an event last week and the the second speaker that was there was she's wrote three books and she's been on the new york Times bestsellers list in there and she was like you know when i wrote my first book I gave it to my family and my family said, don't write it. Don't, don't write this book. And her, her author, the person that you know, helped to write it goes, why are you going to listen to your family? Have they ever wrote a book? Have they been in this situation? She's like, no. He goes, I've wrote books. Why are you gonna do this? And she was like, number four, um, on like the professional biographies. She was like, I even beat out Trump and on this and she was like so excited and it was it was because she wrote a thing on on facebook one time that said i just got fired and she just it went crazy she was on elvis duran they're like you're gonna write a book right i never thought about writing a book but she goes i didn't listen to my family who told me no because everybody's going to tell you your idea isn't going to work how is this going to work because they've never gone through with it they've never taken that chance and that's what i tell people take chances, go through with it. If you're not going to take a chance, you're I mean, I sat down, you know, when, when I switched to virtual, I went to my business partner and said, we're switching. And I went to my wife and I was like, you see, you know, we're going to develop a software. And it's going to take all of our savings. It's going to take everything that we got. And I may not, may not make money for a couple years. And she's like, you know, we got two young kids, but I believe in you. why so I married you and uh, let's go. And she was, you know, she, she was, you know, she's my rock. You know, my business partner is my rock they're there and uh you know they're the two of them are you know listen to everything that I said when they thought when everybody else told me I was crazy those were the two people that that believed in me and listened to me and uh I'm glad they did Uh and I'm glad I didn't listen to anybody else
0: I love that that is awesome and damn you are a good storyteller (laughs) just saying Uh (laughs) that is awesome it's my first time
1: I've ever said this story (laughs)
0: so So. (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for your time it's been awesome and amazing um well we'll absolutely send people to premium virtual to go and do the job fair i know you're picking up your mom we won't interrupt you on that one any last words for our peeps
1: no you know if you want more information on you know how a virtual career fair works, even if you don't want to like do one right now but you want to know how it works Reach out to us at premiervirtual.com. You can go there. You can set up a 10 minute strategy call with my team to, just <laughs> to find out a little bit more. And, and, and is this something that your business can work with? There, say hello. There. You gotta say premiervirtual.com now. You got to say it. You got to say her. She's going to hang up on you. She's going to hang up on you if you don't. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay there when you need them <laughs> so, Well, all right well i i appreciate your time you know thank you so much and again if anybody out there just wants information they can see right we have replays of webinars we do we get our clients to talk to our other clients to show them to how to be successful on there you know we we dedicate we have a whole team that all is a success That's what's a competitive advantage over us is my team. My team is amazing, um, helping people set up their events, helping organizations train. I mean, we've done Instagram lives for people that are looking for jobs because we want to make sure we do this on a daily basis. They don't. Our team is phenomenal behind the scenes. You know, we're all based here in South Florida and we try to help, you know, we try to help people because it's a really tough time when Mm -hmm. people are looking for jobs, looking for a job's not fun you know, and and we try to make it, you know, really easy with the platform and, you know, try to take out some of the
0: craziness. Nice. Love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here. I appreciate you going off the fly, even though things weren't working the way you wanted to. Peeps, this is Michelle. That's called real life. (laughs) Yes, it is. This is Michelle Nedelich. Thank you for being here with us today. I love being a resource for entrepreneurs. So please give the show a five-star rating so that everybody can, you can get everybody's attention and continue listening to the business ownership podcast. We love having you here. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.